Hey all you space cats, it's your favorite underground artist, Mitch Miller, and we're kicking off season 5 of the Black Hole Podcast. This season we're going to call Trafnet. Trafnet is the name of a non-profit I am trying to get off the ground, uh, dedicated to tackling the traffic problem. So, I'll go into details about that. Uh, basically, TRAFNET stands for Traffic Magnet, TRAFNET. And it's a simple concept to streamline and organize rush hour traffic in major cities. The idea is that we print up traffic magnets that say where a vehicle is going in the morning rush hour traffic, what parking area, the Grant building, the bathtub, where I'm talking about Pittsburgh locations, uh, the name of the parking garage or parking area that that vehicle is going to in the morning. That'll be placed on the left rear of the vehicle. And then we print up magnets that say the major thoroughfare that vehicle will be taking home to the suburbs in the evening. So I-279 North, uh, for example, in Pittsburgh, we would say we would point out Veterans Bridge. So we'd say VB I-279 North or VB uh, 28 North. Um, those are two examples of magnets that we could print up. Those would be placed on the right rear of the vehicle. So my idea, my thought process is that if you if drivers can pinpoint where a vehicle is going they will become more organized and streamlined and one example of this would be that uh, instead of a driver saying I'm not gonna let this person merge in front of me because they're gonna go two blocks and then they're gonna merge right and get out of the lane and because they don't know where they're going and I don't know where they're going now they know exactly where they're going if they study the traffic patterns which will make easily available on our website They'll know that if they're taking uh, this route, they're going to get in the left lane and stay in the left lane. So now they're more likely to let them merge in front of them into the left lane because they know that that person is going to stay in that lane and make a left up in three blocks. Same thing, maybe they need to merge into the right lane, they're making a right in, in two blocks, and then they're going to turn into that garage. So I'm going to let them go because that garage is right there and uh, I know exactly where they're going. So that's the concept uh, behind TrafNet. Uh, there's going to be a technology side to it. Uh, so that step phase one of TrafNet is basically drawing together the businesses of downtown we're focused on Pittsburgh at first, uh, to organize and distribute these magnets. So we're looking for organizers in your offices, in your downtown offices, that can rally the employees and get them on board with these magnets and try this out. So that's step one, make connections with the employers, make contacts in each office. Then we will uh, sell the magnets 
and distribute them to downtown businesses through the office coordinator. And then we're going to break down, phase two is to break down all of the major routes leading into Pittsburgh and figuring out exactly how much traffic each route can handle coming into the city. And this is where the technology side of it comes in is eventually every employee downtown will get an account where they can explain what route they take in and out of the city the most often. Uh, we're going to see what the capacity of those routes are. And then, and I think other cities have to have done this by now. I don't know why we're not doing this. We, we should have did this 20 years ago. But we're going to break employees off into three groups with the hopefully with the cooperation of downtown businesses who are, most businesses are looking for ways to green up their uh, office to you know bring down emissions which this will do uh, so we're going to break off into three groups group a b and c and we're going to work with these employers so that the employees in group a will try to get to work at 8 a.m Group B will try to be to work by 8.30 a.m., and Group C will try to get to work by 9 a.m. And we'll make magnets for each group, A, B, and C, for the rear of the car. Now, uh, we're going to try to coordinate with each person how they're coming into the city. That's eventually down the road when we have that type of technology available. And it will require uh, you know, mapping technology and things like that. But the idea with the magnets is that if you're in group B and you're driving along in the left lane and you, and you see other cars with group B on the back and then you run into group A, even if you're running a little late, you're going to merge in with the group B cars and try to stay behind the group A cars and just have faith that it's all going to work out that everybody left at the right time to get to work approximately on time. Most of these offices aren't stringent on uh, exact times, I don't think, but I don't know. I don't work in an office. I work in an embroidery shop. Anyhow, uh, I have to think that places like LA and, uh, you know, progressive cities have already started to do this, breaking down into three or four groups to uh, kind of spread out the rush hour traffic. But if they haven't, I'm happy to move, you know, go city by city. And I think it's going to reduce emissions. I think this will reduce emissions uh, in the United States and hopefully globally eventually. Um, but I don't want to make it about emissions. Now, I consider myself an environmentalist. You may not think so because I started as a coal miner, started this podcast as a coal miner. But my desire to be out of the field of wireless waves on the surface of this planet for 8 to 10 to 12 hours a day and be 900 feet underground out of that field of wireless waves is what uh, drove me to become a coal miner, not that I uh, wanted to increase global emissions. I've always wanted to de decrease global emissions. But I think the best tactic here is to make it about traffic because half of the United States is divided on emissions and whether we should limit them or reduce them.
half half of the country the country's divided but nobody almost nobody likes to sit in in rush hour traffic unless maybe you love podcasts and you listen to podcasts in rush hour traffic if so please like and share my podcast but most of the people it just boils people's blood to sit in rush bumper to bumper rush hour traffic so we're going to streamline that and uh make it so that it's you can get to work within a reasonable amount of time and you don't sit in this rush hour traffic. We're going to work with the city. Uh, we'll, we'll have construction type uh, scenarios where we can divert traffic and things like that. So that's the large scope of the platform. The first step is just selling these magnets. It's a nonprofit that sells these magnets. And if I said you can reduce your commute by 20 minutes a day, just by putting a couple magnets on the back of your car, would you do it? Just to try it out? Um, so I hope people will adopt this, and I think it's a simple strategy that could have been done. I mean, the technology's been there for 50 years. So, uh, But we definitely could have done it in the Internet age uh, and done this magnet concept. But I don't want to leave out uh, rural drivers, because we have a plan for urban drivers, for suburban drivers, and I have lots of traffic ideas. You'll know that if you read my novel, Femme Party, uh, which talks about enforcing traffic law a little differently to get empower uh, small communities and neighborhoods and uh, kind of supplement uh, EVs and electric vehicles. But I have something for rural I have ideas for traffic in general, and you know this is just the first podcast of the season. I'll get into those later in the season, but I have something for rural drivers as well, and that is if we can group together, if we can start a group, I'm going to start a Facebook group, and I'm going to start a website. I've I've already started a GoFundMe campaign. I posted that to my Facebook group, or I'm sorry, my Facebook account. So. If you have access to any of my websites, plotm.com, mitchformayor.com, you'll see my Facebook. You can friend me on Facebook and see my GoFundMe campaign for this nonprofit, to form this nonprofit, TrafNet. But for the rural drivers, if we can put a group of people together, maybe in a Facebook group or some other type of organizing group, I think we can lobby at least Pennsylvania state, to make it mandatory on interstates that all commercial vehicles stay in the right lane. They cannot get out in the passing lane between the hours of 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. So half of the day, they have to stay in the right lane. And that's during peak hours when people are commuting and things like that. How many times have you been on the interstate and sat for 10 minutes behind a tractor trailer going 65 in a 70 mile per hour interstate passing another tractor trailer that's going 60? So that clogs up traffic. We're going to lobby to get rid of that situation. And it'll drive commercial traffic to the nighttime hours, which is where it should be. And hopefully these uh, commercial contractors pay better for those nighttime hours, but 
from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m., it's free game. The tractor trailers can get out in the left lane. They can pass and all that. So I think it makes sense. I'm sure some states already do this, uh, but we look, we're looking to enforce it and streamline traffic for even rural drivers that go on vacation a couple times a year and don't want to get clogged up on the interstate. So that's one, one idea I have for rural drivers. So uh, that's the concept between tra uh, with Trafnet. Those are some of the concepts we're developing. Um, I hope you'll support us. Uh, I have, uh, like I said, started a GoFundMe, and um, eventually we'll get a website going, and I'll talk to some lawyers about incorporating as a sole nonprofit. I'll get into that. That'll all be in this season's podcast, and uh, we'll keep working from there. So um, hopefully we can find eventually a computer science person like I've been looking for for three years now to help with this project. And I did uh, write to Google about this concept. So if you work for Google and you want to moonlight with me, there shouldn't be any conflict of interest because I wrote to them to see if they would use their mapping system to help me track this program and see if it's working. But I think we just do it and we'll f figure out how to track it later. But if it, if it could work, why not try it? Why not try? I think it makes sense. I think people, the traffic will become more streamlined and uh, there's a lot of, there's a big future to this concept. So thanks for listening. I want to thank my sponsors uh, Krabby Kelly's. If you're in Utica, Pennsylvania, stop by for a drink at Krabby Kelly's. Get all your STDs at Krabby Kelly's. That's snacks, tobacco, and drinks. If you find yourself an inch in South Korea, drop in to Liquor Burger for a nice burger and a cocktail. Tell them Mitch sent you that's Liquor Burger in Inch in South Korea. Uh, also, please subscribe to the uh, YouTube channel Disability TV. There's hikes, outdoor things on there. Uh, support my channel there. And the Neon Grouse, that's neongrouse.com, embroidery, Neon Grouse Embroidery and Screen Printing Shop. If you need a logo or design, screen printed or embroidered on a garment or clothing, contact us. And it's official. I'm on the payroll at Neon Grouse. I'm no longer working in trade for my clothing line that never launched and never went anywhere. Hopefully we have better luck with Trafnet. But I am on the payroll at Neon Grouse. If you'd like to go through me to make an order, 30% of my profit goes to subsidizing clothing for people with disabilities. What's that, Zelda? we got to wrap up? All right. My producer, Zelda, says we have to wrap up. So thanks for listening, and join me next time.